Well, it's 11.53 p.m. And while I should be in my bed, and I have been laying in bed for the past 53 minutes trying to sleep, my husband is snoring. Like, like really loud. And I must preface this with the fact that he doesn't actually snore all the time. He's a shift working police officer who snores when he is absolutely exhausted. And it's like his brain just can no longer breathe in a normal pattern. And I'm the kind of person that maybe could like get used to that. I could kind of get used to if it was rhythmic and the same in any way, but it's not. It's like halting and then snoring and then not and then he's snoring again and anyways so I decided that I could wake him or I could come downstairs and podcast because I'm not sleeping right now so anyways after trying for an hour here I am coming on for a very impromptu podcast episode as to which I have no idea what I'm going to say but I just thought it would be fun to pop on and to ramble. So here we are. The episode will be named at the end, so I'm not even going to introduce the title. We're just going to hop right into it and see what happens. So if you're joining me in the morning, coffee. If you're joining me in the afternoon, coffee. If you're joining me at night, I recommend tea because otherwise you're going to be like me and wide awake at 11:54 at night. So we're coming up to a new school year. Yay. Who's excited about that? I mean, I feel like it's the same thing as having kids. I've probably said this before, but seriously, it needs to be said again. You have your first child and it's like, I'm so excited. I remember everyone was asking me, what are you the most excited for? I don't know. I mean, nursing. I I, I just think it's all going to be beautiful and wonderful and I just can't even wait. And then you have a child and you get pregnant and it's like, oh no. Like, I know what's going to happen. I know what I'm going to experience. And I just, I kind of come upon it with a little bit more trepidation, a little bit more fear and trembling, okay? And so I'm coming upon a new school year, and I know what I'm getting into. And where some moms are like, yay, I'm not necessarily there. But if you are there, that's exciting. And we need you. We need you to gather around those of us who have been doing this for a little while and have lost some of the reverence and excitement. We need you to help bolster us and encourage us and remind us why we are doing this. And if you are like me and have been doing this a little bit maybe too long, is how it feels, and are lacking motivation or drive or just excitement about this new school year, then you know, you're not alone and we're going to get through this together. Solidarity, link arms together with me and one step at a time with multiple cups of coffee and some laughter and and it's all going to be okay. This this, this is going to work, okay? So a new school year, and I've spent a lot of time really processing what I want to see. And you've seen this kind of evolve through this podcast. I've talked a lot about my desire and I feel like I'm being called to embark on something different this year, to embark on a journey in my homeschool of more freedom, of following our interests more, of less 
being concerned with checking the boxes and getting it done and for the sake of and instead doing what I actually value and feel called to, which is more about relationship, a love of learning, and a relationship with God. And so focusing on those things that are important and not being so tied down or tethered to my own inner anxieties or stresses or fear-based decisions that, oh no, they're going to be behind or people are going to judge me. So that's been my journey of this entire past year is really identifying what God has for our homeschool and what he's drawing me into. And, and so when I've been like considering this next school year and what that's supposed to look like, I feel like I've been at a bit of a loggerhead for lack of better term. I feel like I've been hitting my head against the wall of, I know what I want, but I don't know how to get there. I know what I want, but I feel like there is nothing that that works to create that. And I've talked to, you know, different curriculum providers. I work with a lot of different curriculum providers. And I have to say, first of all and foremost, these people, these writers, these, these businesses that publish and put out this curriculum, they are passionate about their curriculum. They put their heart and soul into it. And they have created some amazing resources for us as homeschoolers. But part of the problem problem is that there is so much out there and trudging through and trying to identify what's going to be a good fit and it's going to be a good fit for like tomorrow but then not the next day because everything is constantly in flux and changing. And so identifying what is going to work for our family, how I can create what I'm looking for and this feeling that I'm looking for and this atmosphere that I'm looking for and this, this experience and journey that I want it to be more than survival. I want it to be more than just, just doing it for the sake of doing it. The reality is I know deep down in my heart that my kids are not going to remember 90% of what they learn. You guys, you don't remember 90% of what you learned growing up. You do not remember. You maybe remember if you went to post-secondary education, you went to university or college or something because now it meant something to you. But do you remember learning about ancient Greece? Do you remember what you learned about? So, okay, math, yeah, our kids need to learn how to read and they have to know some basic writing skills. But aside from those three pillars... There's really not any topic or theme that is learned or discussed that is really retained unless your child is interested in it and really runs with it. So when I know this, I know this and I try to tether my expectations with it because my expectations, my type A personality says, but kids their age, they know about ancient Greece, but somebody asked them this question and they didn't know. So clearly I am at fault. But then I try to tether that with what I know deep down in my heart is that that stuff doesn't matter. Who cares if they know, you know, about the war of, like, honestly, that kind of stuff is just not the most important thing. It isn't. They need to know how to do math. They need to know how to read. They need to know how to write. The rest of that stuff is like the vehicle that they use to use and practice those skills that they are learning and to learn how to learn. That's basically the purpose of school from K to 12 is to learn how to learn. So I know this, but I have this this person in me 
who I am, who God created me to be, that just is constantly battling with my expectations, my heart for my school, um, my own, like I said, anxieties, insecurities, fears, pride-based, all that stuff that I want my kids to excel for their sake. I want my kids to excel for my sake. I want us all to look good. I just, that's what I want. And so it's it's like it's like God is almost, I, I felt like this past year, he's, he's asking the impossible of me. Like, okay, so I, I know the vision of what I want and what you're calling me into sounds beautiful, but just so you know, God, there's nothing out there that facilitates that. So do we unschool? Do we, like, how do I do this? How do I walk in what I feel drawn to without losing my mind because I'm type A. Like I can't just do nothing and I can't follow all of my kids' interests. I have five kids. I I have a very time-consuming job. Like what does this even look like? How can I put this into practice and and actually practically walk out this this vision that I have in my heart of hearts for my homeschool? So there you go. You just saw my whole conundrum of 2018 and 2019. And that really brought me to this, like, not even summer, like late spring summer where I kind of realized that I I want the beautiful, I want the simplistic, I want the experience of me gathering my children like little hens around. And I joked about it a lot of times in my sessions this year of, you know, this was my vision of homeschooling. My vision of homeschooling was that my kids would just gather around, I would drink coffee and and they would sit at my feet and I would read and they would smile up at me and engage and listen and retain everything that I had taught them and and then we would work on our little projects and notebooks and get things done and have a little bit of independent time and there we go, we had this beautiful learning experience. That has always been my vision of homeschooling and I joke about how unrealistic it is, but why is it unrealistic? Why? It's really unrealistic because there's nothing that can facilitate that. It isn't unrealistic because that is a wrong vision or hope or expectation. That's a beautiful and wonderful expectation and hope. It's just, I've got too many kids with too many things they need to learn at too many different levels that I cannot possibly sit and have this cohesive, beautiful experience homeschooling and yet teach them all what they need to learn. So this is the conundrum. This is my greatest challenge. Always has been and always will be teaching five different kids, five different levels, all their different subjects. You guys, like kindergarten, we've got to cover phonics. We've got to cover cover spelling and reading and math and shapes and numbers and science and socials and community and blah, 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 blah. I got to do all those same things for grade one and grade two and grade three and grade four all the way up. Whatever grade my children are in, I have to make sure, oh, have they done anything for geography? Don't forget, you know, you've got to add in your social studies is different from your history. Are you doing all the components of what they need to do? What have you done for art? I, I What? Like, like there's too many things times five. It's impossible. One of me, five of them, and basically five to seven subjects per child. I mean, do the math, 35 subjects. I'm, I'm really hoping I'm doing that right because I was off the fly. But 35, 35 different lessons I have to teach and keep up with for my children each and every day. Think about that for a second. I don't care if you've got two kids. I don't care if you even have one kid. One teacher generally is teaching one type of class. 
Now they teach that class and then they stop and then they teach that class again and they're doing it all throughout the day, but they are an English teacher or a social studies teacher. That is what they do. And the ones in elementary school, they are dealing with one age group and they are dealing with one subject that they're teaching at a time. So regardless of whether they're hopping around or not, they have this experience of one thing. We don't get that in homeschooling. In homeschooling, it's never one thing. It's eight billion things all at the same time. Add to that that all of your children are all of a sudden dying of starvation. Add to that that all of your children have questions and and want to talk to you about deep and meaningful things like their dreams last night. Add to that that so-and-so are fighting and that dinner isn't on, you know, getting started yet or in the crock pot or whatever, and your house is falling apart, the phone is ringing, the doctor's calling and wants to know when you're going to book that appointment. There's life We have so many different balls we're juggling in the air all at once. No wonder we feel frazzled. No wonder we feel overwhelmed. No wonder we look at a year with a lack of expectation and excitement because it is absolutely daunting. So we go to curriculum companies, these amazing people that have made amazing things, and we look for something that will be the answer. And we, we piece it together and we grab some of this and we grab some of that. And, and either you are choosing something that is going to speak to your child and is exciting and vibrant and full of life and activities and is going to make you want to die because you have all these different kids and you're trying to do this hands-on stuff and not neglect the other ones. And, and you know, like you're either kind of sacrificing your own sanity, at least I am, for the sake of my children to give them that education that I know they they deserve and I want for them, or I am sacrificing my children's love of learning for the sake of my sanity. Because I'm choosing curriculum that I can just open and go and is easy, but it lacks life. It lacks drive. It lacks the passion and it's not pulling my kids in, but at least we can do it. At least mom's not going crazy. So this is my, this is my alternative. This is what I have to work with. This balance beam of, of one of us is going to lose. There's no winner in this situation because if my kids hate it, then they're whining and they're fussing and we have a battle every day, even if I love it. And so I've learned through these eight years that there's really just not a good way to deal with this. And so as I've come to this kind of conclusion and as I've I've really faced this, I I really have felt like there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. There has to be a way for me to have this vision of of what I always thought and wanted homeschooling to be while still appealing to all my kids at all their various levels together because we're a family. Let's face it, it's like we're so scared of the one-room schoolhouse because that's obsolete and that's old school and let's make it new. And and homeschooling, the whole benefit of homeschooling, I mean, is so that you can tailor your child's education to them, to their interests and to their level and to, to where they're at. I say that. I say that when I go and I speak at sessions. And it's true. It is one of the greatest benefits of homeschooling. But the reality is, is that there's one of me. I can't go be tailoring it to five different kids with all their different interests and all their different levels and all their different strengths and all their different weaknesses. Like, like one, one of me and one of me is going crazy. 
I'm not coping with it. And every year I try harder. I add more things and yet I hit the same wall because there's one of me and five of them. We have to be less afraid of this idea of blending our kids and not just blending our kids and trying to make it work, but finding a way that we can educate our children as a cohesive family because we are a cohesive family as, 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 a, as a curriculum or a unit or whatever that is going to be flexible because our lives are constantly in flux and changing and flexible because life is happening all around us. We're not stopping life to put our kids in school where they have this, this little cushioned environment of education, life is happening all around us all the time. Doctor's appointments, sickness, we are dealing with it. We don't get to just disconnect and go and insert them in a different environment. The environment is life. And so how can we combine that? There has to be a better way. That's really my heart. And I know that some of you are familiar with this. I know some of you guys follow me on Instagram or Facebook and have seen, but, and I'm not trying to do like a a sales pitch. I'm literally sharing this for the purpose of, I have been getting inundated with questions of what I'm using for curriculum. And I have been inundated with questions for what people should use for curriculum. And I, I basically, with all these things, all that backstory behind me, I decided that there was nothing, there was nothing that fit my vision or would work for what I wanted. And so I created something. I created something that I just recently, like this last two days or yesterday actually, I named um, Gather Round. It's called Gather Round Homeschool and you can go to gatherroundhomeschool.com. Not gather around, it's gather round. And it's this, this right there. I mean, I just feel like it says it. Gather around. Come on, kids, gather around. Gather around the kitchen table. Gather around the living room floor. Gather around the master bed where I'm still drinking my coffee. Gather around in the midst of our life and let's homeschool together because we are a family. And so I created this. It's kind of a unit study approach, but it's also Charlotte Mason. It's really just, it's different. I don't even think there is, I don't even want to term it a homeschool style because I think it's a completely new homeschool style. I think it's a family homeschool style. And so it pulls from all sorts of different things, but the reality is, is that it's really its own thing. And it's this idea of here's one teacher's guide you're going to read together, and then you are going to give all of your kids their different notebooks. And based on the subject that you have been talking about, they're going to cover all of their subjects other than math, which is coming, but not this year. I've got to focus on this big project, (laughs) but they're going to do all of their subjects and you can do it with all grades. It's going to start from preschool and they're going to learn how to read all the way up to high school. I'm talking 18 years old here. I have created six different student notebooks to go along with this one teacher's guide. And so you can identify where your child best fits. You can download the student notebook for them. And then each child would have their own notebook. You read together and then it says, go work on your independent notebooks. And they're going to cover all of their subjects in that. Uh, There is spelling in there. There is Bible copy work in there. There 
there is uh, grammar in there, there's writing projects in there, there is uh, reading and comprehension in there, there's geography in every single lesson, there is uh, social studies, there is history, there is science in every single lesson, there's art in every single lesson. It's bringing in all of your subjects but math for every single grade level and you can do your entire family together. And this is what I've, I've, I think I've always envisioned. And as I've looked at this curriculum, which I have a designer I'm working with, and it is absolutely stunning. It's minimalistic. It's simple. I really worked with her to have a pop of color on every page, but to make it pretty much black and white. So it's simple and easy to print. There is print options available as well. And I have a one week sample where you can actually see all six student notebooks for an entire week, as well as the teacher's guide. And you can try it out for a week, or you can just look through it and use it to help place your child, but it's totally free. And it will show you it will show you in a snapshot what this lifestyle, what this curriculum and this vision of what I have for my homeschool is. So whether or not you are looking for curriculum, go check out the free trial because you are gonna get to download this PDF and just see my heart for what I what I desire for my homeschool. And so when you guys are coming to me and you're asking for curriculum recommendations, it's difficult for me now because I really think that obviously, and obviously everybody feels the same way about what they've created, but I really think that there is nothing, well, I know there's nothing like mine. I know there's nothing like mine. That's why I created it. But I also know, and I really strongly believe that it is the answer <laughs> for for most situations. I really believe that. I think it's the most affordable. Um, so there's digital and print. Like I said, the most affordable is digital. And so if you do digital and you are doing it at, with me every month, I do 20% off, which is huge savings. But the idea behind it is that you could cycle this through again. So we plan on creating right now, we're going to do 10 units for the first year, one a month. We're going to do 10 more units. I want to have up to, I think 40 so that you could pick and choose based on your interests, your child's interests, um, what captivates you or what you want to plan for the year or what's going to be covered. And so you can kind of pick and choose your units and you could cycle them through again. So the idea is that maybe after four years of doing it, you could cycle that through again and you could be essentially reusing it with the different level notebooks. You could even do it every three years. You could recycle it through again every two years if you wanted to because the kids are going to be working in a different notebook at that point. So with that in mind, it is incredibly affordable. It is way more affordable than pretty much any other curriculum that is out there. I am combining and making sure it appeals to worldwide, um, not just United States-based stuff. And so I think in that way too, it's unique because I'm a Canadian and so I'm able to bring in um, a more cohesive and open-minded, like even in the geography, it says, look up your state or province or, you know, so it's just bringing it in with miles and kilometers and starting to um, just broaden the horizon of the curriculum in and of itself. So I just think it's incredibly unique. I think it's very, very affordable, but I just know that these, these moms that are coming to me and dads that are frazzled and overwhelmed with what they're using and they're saying, what, what would you recommend 
this is what I would recommend. It is what I would recommend because I can promise you that instead of doing your 35 different curriculum books that you had to go and purchase and your huge box days that we do, it's like, look at my box day. That's overwhelming. I mean, it's exciting because I love books. You love books. That's why we do what we do, partly. But the thing is, is that you look at all of those books and instead you could be doing this this beautiful, light, minimalistic, one thing all together with everybody in all their different grades. And that is my vision behind it. I was actually going to call it one thing or all in homeschool. Could not. So I went with gather round, but that's really the idea behind it is this one thing, one thing. Let's simplify what we're doing Let's enjoy it more. It should be able to be done in the morning and you can go and do whatever you want in the afternoon. You can go do that adventuring. You can do the extracurricular. It's going to take the pressure off your shoulders. So anyways, all this to say, when you're asking me for curriculum recommendations, I am going to be recommending that a lot. So if you are asking me, I'm going to be like, have you heard of Gather Round? Um, If you have checked out the sample, then I would love your help sharing it. Even if you're already set for this year, but you want to just do a unit for like your fifth day, or you want to do it on the side, or you just want to try the free sample, I would love your help sharing it. It is a massive project with major expenses. I also was going to call it all in because I'm an all in personality and I just jumped into this and was like, I'm going to offer print and I'm going to print and bind it at the top and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it's going to be available in like two weeks. And now I have to follow through with all that. And oh my gosh, the cost of design and like, it's, it's a massive, it's a massive project. Okay. So that's just full honesty. So I jumped in with both feet and now I'm going to, I'm going to, I have to run. I'm like on the treadmill guys. So, so I would love your help sharing it. Get the word out. It's really difficult. It's really, I think an oversaturated market, the homeschool curriculum market. And so, um, I will rely heavily on word of mouth to help get the word out about this. But if you have not downloaded that free sample, I really recommend that you go do it. Even if, like I said, you're already set for the year, it's just a fun thing that you can do together with your kids. The first unit is North American birds. So it's really, really fun. Um, and I'm excited about it. The other thing is it is, so it's going to be available. This first unit is going to be delivered. Um, end of the month is when I will have it. So once I have it, then the digital ones will be delivered right away. The print is going to take a little bit to go through that process and then they'll be shipped out. So, um, so if you pre-order it, okay, If you pre-order it before it comes out, before the end of the month, then I am giving my hand-drawn student planner, which I'm also working on and is going to be out in the next couple weeks. I'm giving that for free, the digital, for anybody that pre-orders the curriculum. So that is available as well. And it is beautiful. If you haven't seen that hand-drawn planner, if you go to Instagram and you go to my highlights and you look at the planning highlight, you'll see the inside pages I've done so far. And it's totally imperfect. I, I do not use a ruler for anything. And I, so my lines don't match up and they're squiggly. And I did that on purpose because I feel like I want to go back to this more organic, beautiful, natural. I feel like if I wanted to see perfect lines, I I mean, let's just go buy one that was printed in China and, you know, sold at Target for $5. The point is, is that that 
beautiful. It looks hand-drawn. We don't need to try to recreate that with specialized fonts. We could just hand-draw it, and now there you go. It looks imperfect. There's beauty in the imperfections, and so I'm really excited. I think this planner is incredibly unique. I brought in trackers you can use for attendance or you can use for chores or you can use there's a lot of flexibility built into it it's undated and it will be two months so you can print it you can staple it and just cut off the edge and you will have a two-month planner or I will also have print versions that I'm going to be releasing so that's what's kind of new on my end that's what I've been doing in between camping and vacations and birthdays and we're going to a fall fair and snoring husbands and you know, all of that is a lot of thinking, a lot of dreaming, a lot of praying, a lot of planning, a lot of emailing, and a lot of just trying to wrestle everything together to create this thing in my head that I just, I feel really called to. And I really feel like this entire idea, I know this entire idea is from God. It just is. It's from him. It came, it literally came from hours and hours of prayer and sitting down and like vision casting what I wanted and where I was going with my business. And through that, through that three hour session with God, um, this idea kind of fleshed out and started. And so it's not mine, it's his. And I think that, I think he shares my heart of, of, Educating our children, but doing it in a way that is not us being a slave to curriculum and this stressed, frazzled, overwhelmed experience where we're all left wondering, it should be easier than this. It should be better than this. I thought it was going to be better than this, but my kids hate it. I hate it. This isn't working. And I just feel like his heart is not just survival, Let's not just find curriculum that we can survive with where, you know, we're settling. Let's find something that we can thrive with and not just us, but our children and not just our children, but us. And so that's my heart, my vision, everything I've been working on lately that I'm so excited about. Um, and I just, I just want to share with you guys what I'm using because you're all asking. Um, anyways, all right, well. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to say. <sighs> what God's been calling me to. We're going to be starting school beginning of September, guys. Yay. So I'm trying to get ready for that. My homeschool room is a mess. In fact, on my desk right now is like some old putty something, which by the way, I did not let my kids make. They inherited from somewhere. And so here it is in my house, which I'm really happy about. Can you sense the sarcasm? Anyways, so I've got tons of stuff to do. I've got so many projects I'm working on with business. I have a huge social studies comparison review that is coming out this month in the next few weeks. I have a scrap box video that's coming out. More Than Words Level 2 is well in through design, not through finished, but it's well into the design process. I was sent some samples and I've been going back and forth with them and trying to... Um, you know, just help create again my vision for more than words. But that is hopefully going to be available for preview within the next couple weeks or so by mid-August, I'm hoping. Um, so stay tuned on masterbooks.com for the preview of that. Level one, if you've been looking for it, I think is almost sold out. It's in a second printing now. I know it's been, um, it hasn't been available on Amazon or anywhere. So 
Um, it's exciting, you guys. There's so many amazing projects and things that are coming out, and it's just, it's exciting. It's exciting to see what God is doing from my messy, hot mess mom life at home here. And it's just sometimes surreal. I go to Starbucks and I'm like designing these planner pages and I'm just thinking, man, like like from from me, from from where I live, from like from the most it just feels surreal. It's like from from the from the least likely person, something like this is coming. And I just encourage you that no matter what season you're in, no matter what you're going through, I'm just going to push homeschooling to the side for a second and just speak to you as a person that if you have been feeling like like there's more like you wanted more for your life or that there's parts of you that are unexplored or not tapped into or that you're not walking in right now or gifts that you have that are just being shelved. Sometimes there's seasons for that. You know, you're having babies, you're you're pregnant, you're whatever. But there's also, I want to encourage you that you can do probably more than you even believe that you can do. And it, as long as we're not doing it on our own strength of this desire to like make something of ourselves or to, to, you know, neglect everything else for the sake of our dream or our passion or our vision. I mean, we have children, we have families, this stuff is important and it is more important in my opinion. And so it's important to have our priorities straight. But I, I've been so blown away by what God has done in my life. And one of the things that I had, which I know is such a touchy thing and this like, you know what, we're going to have to do this for next week's podcast because I think we should just talk about it. But one of the things that I know is a really touchy thing is this idea that moms should stay home and raise their kids. And that that is your ministry, that is your calling, that is what you should be doing. And I agree with that. I agree that it's my ministry and my calling. Now, whether or not you stay home with them, I think that every situation and family and calling is different. But I do strongly believe that my kids come first, that my family comes first. I chose to get married. I chose to have children. And I can't just neglect them to go live the life that I want to live. That is important. And I want to raise them in the ways of God. And so I absolutely agree that that is our priority. However, from when I earliest I can ever remember, I both strongly wanted to be a mom from when I was a really little kid, but I always wanted more for my life. I always wanted to be someone for God. I always wanted to accomplish great things for him. And yes, you can accomplish great things for him in the lives of your children. And that might be what you do to accomplish great things for him. But you can also accomplish great things for him and still have the priority and fulfill your calling as a mother or as a wife or as a homemaker. And so I, I've been kind of balancing this this life and this passion and this drive even within myself to to be more. I've always, I've always wanted to just accomplish as much as I possibly can for God and for the kingdom. And so here I am doing homeschooling my kids and being a you know, half decent, let's maybe not half decent. I'm surviving as a homemaker. Okay. But I am a good wife to my husband and I love him and I prioritize our relationship. We go on dates. We have so much fun. I am involved in ministry in our church. 
And aside from all of that, I have this, this business that is incredibly involving and ministry in what I do here too. And so it's just, it sometimes blows me away what, what God has opened and the doors he's opened for me. And sometimes I think that we as women specifically, we think and that this is just it. Like we kind of buy into the lie, which it, it might not be a lie. It might be in this season exactly what God's calling you to. And there has been seasons like that for me in my like you know what, we're going to have to tap this on to another one because I could talk about this. Like I'm realizing this could go on and on and on. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to stop exactly where I am right in the middle of that sentence. And I'm going to say that next time I do a podcast, hopefully next week, I am going to talk about my story of, of being a, a very driven, passionate, um, kind of career minded person, balancing that with, my passion for my family and my children and and that calling of being a wife, a mother, a homemaker, and yet still walking in the destiny that I believe God has for me and I believe that he has for me right now. And 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 how there's also been seasons in my life where I have felt like all those same drive and passion and things I wanted and discontent that I was just a mom. And yet I felt like God really strongly said, find contentment in this season right now. And so I've had seasons where I have had to be content, even though I know that there's so much more to me. And yet I also have had seasons where I have thought, you know, I can wait to do this stuff till my kids are older. And I felt like God has said, no, you're going to do it right now. And you are going to balance multiple things. And so just share that and share how how I believe both are important, but it kind of bridge that gap because I think we have on either side of that chasm, we have people that believe that you know, that more feminist, like women can do anything and you just go and do whatever you want or whatever you're called to or whatever you're interested in, whatever makes you happy. And, you know, don't let your kids hold you back from your destiny or what you want to do with your life. And then we have the other side of the pendulum, which is the, you are called to stay home, to raise your kids, to be a good wife, to clean your house, and there's not really anything else you should be doing until those things have been accomplished for you. It's all about supporting your husband. And so there's merit to both, you guys. There's merit and there's truth to both. And both of those are 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 actually biblical. And there's biblical examples of both of those. Maybe not to the extent of like abandoning your family. Although I think a lot of the disciples, FYI, I'm just putting this out there. There were people definitely that abandoned their family for the kingdom and for God. But aside from that, specifically with women and the role of women, I believe that that we can bridge that gap and see both sides of the perspective and that there isn't necessarily a right and a wrong answer line in the sand. I think there's boundaries to it, but that there there are seasons and that it's all about you having a relationship with God and asking him what he has for you in the season. So I basically wanted to encourage you that if you feel like there's more to you, (laughs) that whether or not God's saying, shh, rest in this and be content or whether he's opening a door for you. Um, just encouraging you because I've been in both places. But anyways, we're going to talk about that next week. Wow, this was super tangenty. Maybe I shouldn't be posting it, but it's now 1230 and I'm just going to go there. I'm just going to do it and see what happens. So email me if you have a question, if you want to know the schedule of these things, if you want to know anything else about the um 
the unit study kind of stuff that I have going on with Gather Around Homeschool. If you're curious about my planner, if you just want to talk, um, I, I don't respond to everybody. I just, I get a lot of emails, guys, but I do read them. I do read them and I pray about them and I pray for you guys and I use a lot of the email content that I get to create content that is going to be relevant and speak to you where you're at right now. So I really encourage you, send me an email. I will read it and I just have an amazing week. You guys have an awesome week, whether you're homeschooling or whether you are living life with your family, just be blessed, be encouraged, be inspired that life can be so much bigger than you ever could ask or imagine even for yourself and stay tuned for more of my testimony story specifically next week.